I'm your host Timmy. Happy 2022. I've been gone for a month, but you know, I figured you all had enough things called January. You didn't see my face. Uh, we always say on the sort of podcast that works out to pun, kind of comfort, whatever you call them. And today on Who That We Have Your favorite Bahamian slash in the States personality, <laughs> I tie tongue, so I'll make sure I, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get dragged into <laughs> the night. Oh, lie on me. Yes. Oh, lie on me. Yes. Hey, how are you doing? Good, I'm going to see you back in town, Grace, with your presence. Very excited to be here. <laughs> Very. So I think I saw I followed you last year. Mm-hmm. I basically follow anyone who has a, a Bahamian flag in their bio. Yeah, same. And you right. wasn't, and you just wasn't like just a Bahamian the day. Like you was like accent carrying on you was just you know so i want to talk about firstly how you even get in the states that's why i want to start this conversation how you get over there okay so i went to boarding school in high school first i spent the first year in florida mm-hmm. and i realized we got to be further away family can visit <laughs> <laughs> just too close it defeats the purpose of being away like i'm like lord there goes my family <laughs> <laughs> all right might as well be an asshole yeah. like um, but then I went to boarding school in West Virginia for grade 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. Then I went to college in Ohio. And then I went to law school in New York. Okay. And now I'm in New York just permanently. So law, why why law? What, what about law was always calling Um, So I always knew I was going to be a lawyer. My Grammy actually told me when I was like seven. My Grammy's like, oh, you used to walk around the house with a checklist and da 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 very, You know, Bahamians go, oh, you like to argue, you like to debate, so you can be a lawyer. So I think that was the original generic reason. Um, Then by the time I got to college, because that was always the plan. Um, I got to college and I guess what happened was I was, I studied a lot like African-American studies, all of this, like why I really decided I wanted to be a public defender. Um, was, well, the first thing I realized was the law is something that it constantly interacts with you. It mm-hmm. controls everything. Why they have a window in the room, whether or not you cross the street, all of that is determined by the law. Mm-hmm. But people like to treat the law like it's outside of society, like it's something they don't have to deal with. You know when people be like, oh, let's not talk about politics. Let's not talk about law. How you figure? Mm-hmm. How do you figure? Like it controls everything. So I always felt like, you know, if the, the law is constantly interacting with me, I want to be interacting with it. Um, I've never heard a lawyer explain that before. That's really interesting. Like, for instance, like, literally everything you do, like there's a, a law why I have to wear this over this. Yes. And, yeah. There's always a reason. Like when I, when I email my landlord and it's like oh if, if i want to complain um that the the neighbor's making noise they ain't just that they making noise is that you in breach of my warrant of habitability like i my peaceful covenant like i know what i know what it is like because it's always something dictating it that way so that's why that was the generic re- like the the evolved reason as to why i wanted to be a lawyer and then specifically why i wanted to be a public defender was I was writing my thesis um my thesis was called colored bodies matter the relationship between our bodies power and pain and my thesis advisor uh, called me a gap scholar, affectionately, but a gap scholar is someone who identifies problems in academia. Like, they tell you, this is fucked up, uh, this is messed up, but they don't necessarily tell you. Oh, I guess. Oh, thank God. Um, but they tell you this is messed up, but they don't tell you how to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. This is just, but that's a valuable, valuable thing in academia. But at the time, you know, the, uh, the protests in Ferguson were happening, and I remember feeling like, you know what, in a criminal system, like we are disproportionately represented black people in the criminal system, like overwhelmingly. Um, and we make up less than 5% of the legal profession. It didn't feel sufficient for me to just be a gap scholar. Someone had like, oh, in academia, that's what I do. Or, or worse, in, in my case, it's like, you know, because I'm a black lawyer and that's some kind of win on a symbolic level, it doesn't do anything for us substantively. So from there, I was like, I gotta be a public defender. I gotta, I gotta be 
I got to be in court because I think it makes a difference. I think mm -hmm. the whole criminal system is dehumanizing from start to finish. It's not just if you get convicted or if you get killed or something like that. It's from the jump of just being criminalized like that. So I think when people are represented by somebody that looks like them and I'm going to humanize you and I'm going to get you and I'm going to tell you a story and I'm going to tell you you're not a bad guy and I'm going to understand, I think that makes like a real so difference. A, a name in the paper and they have to just go deal with it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that makes a difference. And it does. Like my clients and my clients generally really, really like me. And so that's why. That's the why. And how long have you been a lawyer? Three years. Three years. So it's been so relatively new. So he's like, yeah. you've been in this forever. Three I years. mean, I've represented like 800 people. Jeez. So depends you, do, on how you think about it. Do you find it hard to get on a personal level with each single one? Or is it still coming easy to you? Um, like to connect with them yeah. initially? Yeah. No, I, I actually... I pretty per I think that's one of my strengths as an attorney I think um there are a lot of ways I think a lot of people find the job challenging on a day-to-day -day basis that I don't mm -hmm. just because me and the clients like that's the best part of the job like people hate arraignment hate arraignments I love arraignments like I gotta go meet the client talk to the client chop it up like we, we always like I'm very good at connecting on that level I actually had um a former supervisor that didn't like me um say it negatively she was like oh Alani's my social worker than lawyer because my clients I'm like well my clients feel loved okay <laughs> they feel loved and they don't go to jail so ask somebody about that like I would ask you if you could talk about just like your type of success rate like what you could tell the success like how, what, how do you feel like your work has been in the three years how do you feel like you've made a difference however it hasn't been where I'm just like I don't know if I can keep doing this because too much people go to jail I, just, I want to know your general overview um I think well first of all I think uh how you look at success, you know, as a public defender changes on a, like a day-to-day -day level. Cause people will think, let me give you a perfect example. You think of it like I got somebody out of jail and you think that feels really rewarding, but it really doesn't in the grand scheme of the picture. Because if I get my clients out of jail, but they're homeless, you know what I mean? Mm. How good do I feel? If I get my clients out of jail, but it's an order of protection that says they can't go back to their house. So now, you know, or now they have ACS problem. They have all these cases. They've lost their job. Like so many collateral consequences happen that it's hard to really feel successful and rewarding in that way. But for me, it depends on where you put your value system. For me, I didn't come into the job thinking that we're doing God's work. Are we going to, no, we're cogs in the system. At the very most, we're harm reductionists. We are not, we are not God saviors by any means. And I don't look at the job like that. That's not what I th I'm thinking of. I look at the job like, can, how much, how much am I able to stop a bad psychological impact of if you were represented by somebody else? You know what I mean? Or what you would go through in the system. Like I recognize that a lot of the times, let me give you a perfect example. Public defenders are blamed for a lot of what happens in the system, mm -hmm. which is mostly the judges, the law, the prosecutor, right? But that's because the person you interact most with is, is, is the public defender. Yeah. That's the lawyer. That's the person that you're dealing with. And a lot of how you feel and you're going to come out feeling the system is going to be based on those interactions and what was able to be said, not said, done. So for me, it's a, if I could get you an arraignments, by the time I by the time I meet you at arraignments, something fucked up has already happened to you, okay? You've already been yeah. arrested. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're already in the throes of going through something and feeling a way about yourself or whatever if i could get you right then and nip that in the bud and me figure out a different game plan and i can make you feel really really supported that for me is what matters like most of my clients like when i get letters and stuff from my clients it's usually how i made my clients feel because you could be the best lawyer but if your client don't have faith in you they're not gonna think so right like you know what i mean they don't they just don't trust what you're saying like they don't they don't believe it if you tell them take this plea versus that it, but they don't talk to you. They don't have a relationship with you. They don't trust you. They don't think you're a good lawyer. They're not mm -hmm. saying that. So my clients, for me, is in making my client feel really, really supported. So that's where I find it rewarding. But also, though, I'm a good lawyer. My clients, <laughs> and my clients, <laughs> yeah, but just you know, um, and also I get to do a lot of that work outside of court because there are a lot of people's cases that I just bring light to. I put a lot of attention to and stuff, and things happen for them. Like I talked to 
Um, Lakeith Smith, I regularly talk about his case. It was um, a 15-year-old that was sentenced. Was, was it the guy who was sentenced, who was sentenced to death? Felony, no. Sentenced on felony murder. His uh, When he was 15, him and his friend uh, committed a robbery, and the police shot and killed his friend, and then they charged him with felony murder and put him in jail for 75 years. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's a case that I like. I talked about that went pretty viral. And he, like, he, his family themselves reached out, like, thank you, we were able to get a lawyer and stuff like that. So I, can do, I do a lot of... I think I'm able to make a lot of change in and outside of court. Look. When did you realize that, um, like I thought you probably in the game, when did you realize that you could use, first of all, how did you get so much followers? Like what, what was the, other than being, you know, being men, beautiful, like certain things, what was it that got you the amount of followers? Like what was, when did you decide, I guess I used my platform to bring like, you know, I didn't decide. It actually happened pretty, pretty organically, legitimately. I think, um, I, so I had never really been on, I'd used Twitter, um, just to like, Watch my live, eat my shows, you know, mm-hmm. loving hip hop. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. on Twitter, but um, Cuomo was pissing me to fuck off, um, fucking with bail reform at the top of the pandemic, which you, you fuck with my job, yeah, um, yeah. and you know, making things harder. And um, my job kind of said it to us, like you know, tweeted like we could talk about, you know, and I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Let me say something. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, I'm I'm a legal observer, so I go to the protests as um, the protests in New York City, like all of the protests. I'm going to go there as an observer to make sure I didn't watch what the police are doing. So if they mm. arrest people, help people, help them with their cases, right? So that's what I'm there doing. So I was going to a lot of um, a lot of the protests, and I'm just somebody, you see, I speak, I speak. I just, yeah. I, I pretty much just was doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and it just happened. And then, um, pick it up and, such and then um, I think um, as far as everything else, I had uh, one of the first police brutality cases in New York City following George Floyd. Um, after George Floyd was killed, they passed a say their name reform bill package, which really just did a bunch of nothing because it's like, oh, we're going to make it illegal to kneel on people's necks, um, which was already illegal in since 1993. Yeah. But okay. Um, so anyway, I had the first one of the first cases following that to Carlisle Arnold when that happened in January of 2021. So when that happened, uh, I was doing a lot of media on that case, like fighting that case. Um, I am out in the media, essentially. And I think they put me on, they put me on something and... People, yeah, yeah, just it just kept happening. I saw you was a lot. Of, I don't know is it a particular particular show, but every time I always see you like you was talking for like five minutes. Is that is that one particular show or are you always a bunch of them always talking? Uh, which one? Oh, I love no, I've been on a bunch of stuff. Yeah, because because like, every other week I see you just like they it's like a five minute clip of you just giving your opinion. So oh um. You thinking of the hill or like what, what it looks like? So it's, it's like a zoom, like like four, four squares. Or white guys, squares. Yeah, yeah, white yeah. people around me. Yeah, that's the hill. Okay. <laughs> like, um, yeah, no, keep my opinion. No, child, let me around with me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish they just let me go get my little monologue and be like, let me be out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's the hill that happened recently. Actually, I was on um the Bad Faith podcast, which is Rihanna Joy Gray, Bernie Sanders' former press secretary, mm-hmm. her podcast talking about Rittenhouse. All the right wing people on YouTube lost their fucking minds. Oh, they <laughs> listen. I was like, they listen. They were in. That was the first time. Like, I feel like I was really exposed to the right on a, like a large scale. Mm. And child, they hate me. Um, but I was like, and it was so funny because in my mind, to me, I'm cracking jokes. Yeah, like, like you, that you might hold the bad. You're getting off. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm giving y'all. I, first of all, I'm niece. I'm dying. Right. Like I'm like. First of all. I don't even, let me just be clear. I don't even care. Like, you know, I like nothing about what happened in Rittenhouse is surprising to me yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the reality is you go on things, they, this is what they've chose the topic you're mm-hmm. talk, talking about. So it's like, when these people are mad as hell, like I'm the, I'm the like mayor of anti Rittenhouse. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a goddamn. Yeah. I'm sick of talking about him actually. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, I'm getting my jokes off. I'm like, you, you want jokes? Bars. You want bars. this? Yeah. 
I'm like, you want this series he, boring he be, ass? He could be behind you. Just yeah. pause. I'm saying. So in my mind, I come in there expecting everybody in there to recognize my comedy style and my comedic genius. And they end up like, fuck this bitch. She don't know nothing. She clearly wants to do I'm like, oh my God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was so Body, body blows. Like, what's I was, this? I was <laughs> like, shocked. I was having to like, really hate my black ass. I was like, okay, wow. I was like, wow, I never like, I was like, whew, that's powerful. And then they hated my black ass right on to more, 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 more shit. That's yeah. what happened. So then after that, I went on the hill and I, um, to talk about Rittenhouse, I was the first, the first one y'all seeing. Um, and I've been on more and, and I'm pretty much, I'm on the long crime network like usually like twice a week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that's too. I, I was yeah, also the as long well. crime, and I tend so what's to do that? the Benjamin like Tim a, show a lot. What's the point of long crime? Is it like long a... crime network follows trials. They mm-hmm. follow like all the big trials, all okay. the salacious trials around the country. So you watch the trials, um, and they have like different analysts come and on. You give your, you give your, analysts. That yeah. You give analysts. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Get my jokes off also. But yeah, so I do that like twice a week. So I do a lot of that, and I do the Benjamin Dixon show a lot. Um, there in Atlanta, I love them. Do you think of starting your own part? Or you think you're gonna die for that? I I think I think of listen, I want somebody to give me I don't want somebody to just come to me and say, Hey, here's the infrastructure. You know what I mean? Just like, do it. Okay, yeah, 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 I want somebody to come come give me. Come give me. Give come me give me. Boy. I'm like, all you all know to come put me on there. Everybody's <laughs> figured that out. Let's just go one step further. Come on, give me my own shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so I can choose. I speak I speak it in the in existence. Yeah. Come in. Someone yes. someone can see this and be like, Oh, she she wants a part. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no, I want one. Give me one. I'm like, give me one. Let me let me choose the topics. Let me choose the topics. Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna be the day when I get. To so just give me topics. one. Give me one thing that you really want to talk about that, that you probably. What heard. I really want to talk about? Yeah. Oh no, Timmy, you can't ask me that. My head is gonna be in the right. No, like, not, you know no, I'm you, in oh, the you, you can't, can't find it right I'm now. I'm not even in the oh, so, right oh, now. Oh, these you said, oh, these super serious. Talk about like these super ridiculous like Drake baby mother. Like, do you think she's ugly? I think people say I think she's ugly. Think she's ugly. Well, her show is fat. Yeah, I mean, her face looks a little weird, but I think she's ugly. You know. Her ass is so fat. Like, I mean, listen, you know? She's, I think, you know what? I think she doesn't have the conventional, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, the nose. Yeah. Like, people aren't usually into that or whatever. But it, I think it's in a quiet face. Yeah, you know what I mean? And again, if your ass fat enough, I mean, I don't like women and I know that ass is fat. So, <laughs> yeah. clearly it's Someone doing leave something. Someone will leave it in, you know? Yes, it's saying. Listen, guess me, like everybody else, probably grew up watching, like, Law and Order. And this is how, what has shaped the minds of how people think Carlos yes. is. And I always, I've always seen these topics about how, like, people like Dick Wolf and all these shows have made police seem so glorious. So talk to me about about the comparison of what actually happens and what something like Law and Order and all those shows like I mean all those shows are full of shit Um, all of them all all of those shows are just absolutely full of shit first of all the average thing in the criminal system is just not salacious and exciting if I have 400 case files in my head and you was to go through them it's it's regular stuff like if I curse you out right this is the kind of thing you get arrested for in the states right now to me if I curse you right fucking out and be like don't fucking play with me ba 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 ta 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 da 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 you call the police Girl, aggravated harassment, medicine in the third degree. I agree. Aggravated harassment. Listen to me. I promise. Listen to me. Listen to me. If we Bahamians, every Bahamian would be locked the fuck up. Every, <laughs> listen to me. When I first, re- I called my mommy, like my first arraignment trip, has you been fucking jailed? <laughs> jail, jail. I just called my mommy after every arraignment trip just to tell her she'd be in jail. Jail. Like I have I one time I represent um I represented this woman. They arrested her, charged her with um menacing, menacing in the third degree and aggravated harassment in the third degree. You know what for why? 
some get while she was in labor, some chick or whatever was texting her like trying to find her. She was a girl don't something something essentially the American equivalent of girl don't fucking play with me. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, arrest this moment. Just pregnant. had a baby. Just oh, had a baby. baby. Bring it. And I was like, at that moment, you don't understand. It had never occurred to me. You could get locked up for cursing people. Think about that. That's a crazy place to live. Because we especially cursing like, people all out. The time? Are you serious? I, <laughs> cursing. I saw someone out. on the news yesterday, last week, where this guy, um, someone cut him off, and he started shooting. She didn't even put out the window. He started shooting. <laughs> it's like, wait, people are crazy. I cursed somebody out on the hill coming up there because they was dilly dallying in front of me. I you, go. You ain't got somewhere to be. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. No. So the average thing is just first of all, it's just not. It's just not serious. It's just not what it is. It's a lot of criminalized poverty is a lot of criminalizing like family disputes the amount of family disputes is family just arguing with each other siblings fighting mummies and her sons all kind of normal things mm-hmm. they got them in court or like petty thefts and stuff like that but you don't get like truly like no that's not what it is those, triple, are, triple murder those and, are one in a million yeah. cases but yeah. yeah that's all that's all the media makes it to, out to be but it's it's lots of ways law and order and those shows have set up the criminal system to give people this false idea like it's, think about how much in that show you'll see especially in early law and orders like they'll show white people a lot as defendants so you think that you have this balanced system do you yeah. know how little white people you actually see in I the criminal like court i have represented i checked the numbers the other day i represented over 777 people if I've represented, I I, I have not represented fifty white people. Damn. Like I have not, and I know, and I, and I know it, and I know it because all my white clients stand out of my mind because they're pains in the asses because they be so shocked that they end the criminals. They can't believe it. Yeah. They call you every you lock me up every day. Me? I just have this one client. Oh my god, they call me every day, just going. So someone can just lie on me and I can get locked. Yes, it happened. Welcome, welcome to my life. Yes, <laughs> it be. I know that's crazy, right? You should talk to somebody about this. Like, <laughs> it's it's oh, that's, nuts. That's, that's wild. It's nuts. The cognitive dissonance on white people in the criminal system is so palpable. Because one time I ran into a white person I'd represented before, and they like talked about my clients, like me being in court, like they were separate. I like I represented them, mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. they, them, they, <laughs> and they talked about my clients like some. Criminal hooligans separate apart from them, like like nigga, I I represented you. You, like, <laughs> like, you. like I'm telling you, it's really it's really crazy, but it just it just isn't what it it just isn't what it is. It just is. I think you think when you know what it is. People have a lot of faith in the world, right? They think if something is truly outrageous, something is truly heinous, and we know about it, then obviously something would be done. So they think you're being hyperbolic. They, that's what they think. When you tell them the criminal system is racist, the criminal system is, you know, built this way intentionally, they think it's something that you have to, like, parse out with a magnifying glass. Like, you need to just... Yeah, like, yeah, the fact yeah the they, they think it's something really insidious. But in reality, you go into court, it's plain as fucking day. It's plain as day. I mean, it's the clearest thing ever. I, I, I represented once, and I always, I always think back to this. Because I remember feeling like I'm in the upside down, which is how I feel a lot. Trying to change your things. Yeah, listen. <laughs> so we, um, I represent, I represent um, this black guy, and he had like a joint. Like they found him like one joint. This was before they legalized weed. Um, but they found him like one joint, and the, pe- the 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 prosecution asked for like thousands of dollars of bail, right? Thousands of dollars of bail because of one joint. Immediately represented a white guy found with a bunch of drugs. Clearly, is a dealer. You know what I mean? A bunch of drugs consented to release. Right after, like directly, directly after, same judge, same prosecutor, and everybody just, and you know you, listen, you know a system is fucked up when people do that in your face. Like, they play in your face, and you just, it's like, everybody just. Is this real? I'm like, like, and that shit happens a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a different ballgame when you have a white client. I'm like, I mean, a different ballgame entirely. So, 
it just is playing. So for me, it's that's what it really boils down to. I'm like, this system is real fucked up, and I gotta tell you all about it every day. <laughs> every day. I can tell you, listen, I gotta make sure you see it somehow. I gotta figure out a different way to make you understand this, shit. this shit is fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, and it's just not all right. The other things I see about it was like the the prison situation. Rikers. Yeah, Rikers. Talk to me about like about that. Oh, listen. So, first of all, I just always have to say this. People have this idea of Rikers because I think Rikers Movies. is infamous in a way, especially yeah. when like Lil Wayne went to Rikers yeah. and you mentioned them. People think Rikers is just like the prison for terrible people, this big, bad, infamous prison. Yeah. Rikers is a pre-trial detention center. Wow. People in Rikers have not been convicted of a crime. They are there because they cannot afford bail or they have been remanded. And that is fucking insane. Because think about this. Think about the kinds of things I just told you they can arrest people for. They, they arrest poor people for it and then they send you to Rikers. Think about this place. Like, this terrible place. You know what kind of unspeakable shit happened. 16 people have died in Rikers in the last year. Wow. And like, a, a, for bullshit. For bullshit. And it's like, this is my problem and how I feel the need to shine a magnifying glass in this. Even the way so much of how the system is set up is deliberate, right? There's a reason why prisons are are built and put separate apart. They're put far away, so it's hard to get there. So you don't see it. So so, so you don't see it. Mm -hmm. And so you don't see it. So you forget it. So you think that the people there are other. They are different. They are this, this, this is a sect that people this cannot happen to. And no, I need you to understand. No, it can happen to you. And if you are black and you in New York, it is likely to happen to you. And that should fucking concern us, right? So for me... I got to talk about this, right? They have, like, Rikers has, like, $860 million is put towards their budget. Jesus. NYPD, they have 36,000 officers. They have an $11.3 billion budget. Jeez. Billion. That's and insane. another $860 million devoted to Rikers alone. Alone, yeah, that's insane. To put in poor people in jail. To put in, like, you have to understand that. I, for people to be represented by a public defender, which the, the vast majority of everybody in the criminal system is, they have to be dirt dirt poor like no money you know listen i am a proud broke bitch and i i would not qualify for my services they would say i make way too much money and i cannot afford a lawyer wow. i cannot afford a lawyer i cannot afford my services um so understand how poor your clients have to be and they take these people think about it the state is the one they, they're aware that they're poor they're the one that have just assigned you need a public defender because you're poor and in the same breath that they say you are you are too poor to have a lawyer we have to give you a thing we say we're gonna set this bail on you at this price so you can't that get you, out of course you can't pay exactly and that's exactly all it is is legitimized slavery that's all it is is legally sanctioned and slavery my eyes didn't really open until um Ava's thing um 13th amendment mm -hmm. like, oh my god this exactly. is this is ridiculous exactly it's really this fucked is, up. This is ridiculous. It's fucked up. It's really, it's really, really fucked up. So I think that one other thing I think. So let's get to the other stuff. The, <laughs> the ether beat. The <laughs> fuck. The, oh. <laughs> when? How did you ever feel like it was a conflict of interest to be like this big bad lawyer and still show your full personality on social media, or do your bosses like enable you, or they don't really don't know? Yeah. Um. Well, first they just leave me to my own devices. Yeah. My my job don't bother me. Um, they, in fact, they just read, they retweet, um, <laughs> they follow me, like, I get a lot of support, um, institutionally in that way. Um, but as far as, honestly, I don't have the energy to, like, I don't have the energy to lie. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm a very transparent person because I just, quite frankly, don't give a fuck what nobody else thinks. Like, mm -hmm. in my mind, the way I see it is, and I, and this is how come I'm, like, a compassionate person, I care about other people, is because I am the star of my fucking life. I'm mm -hmm. the star player. I'm the star of this movie. It don't matter if I'm the intern, then this is a movie about the intern, mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm the star. In the same way, I respect that other people are the star of their own shit, too, and mm -hmm. I give them the grace of people that are moving, you know, like that. For that reasons, 
what I look like giving a fuck with the extras and stuff in my movie you have to say about me. Like, yeah. you don't get the degree. I, I, I am the main character. Yeah, like, I'm the main character and I've already come to terms with all my choices. Like, I've thought about this. When I'm an old lady, what I'm going to be comfortable with, what I like, what I value, where my value system is. And I'm very good with being, like, a full person or being a transparent person. And also, I want to make it easier for, for black women coming up after me. Like, you know, I didn't think when when a lot of law students and stuff started following me at first, I was like, I don't understand what the hype is. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And then yeah. I thought, and then my friends pointed out to me like, well, you know any other lawyers like you? And then yeah. I was like, I guess I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't. And, you know, not having that, coming up like the other kinds of lawyers, they all are trying to like, everybody trying to Olivia poke you to death. You know what I mean? Like they trying to, there's only one way to be. And I realized that like, I just, that's not me. I can't do it. Like I'm just unable. I'm an extroverted person. I'm real theatrical. I'm animated just by virtue, I guess. Um, I already have the kind of body that people are naturally going to hypersexualize no matter what, like what I do about it. And I just was like, you know what? Fuck all this. This shit is real stressful. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Like I really, I'm not capable. I tried. Like when I, on my first, when I first went into my job illegally, my first day, like being a public defender, I was like, I'm gonna be my, I want to be a wolf. I want to listen. I want to be. I wanted to be an introvert so bad in this life. Y'all have no idea because people don't fuck with introverts. They ain't worried about you when you are this person. People are on your business, and I hate to be perceived. Like, um, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be reserved and be all of this. One time, I, I hear my, um, my boy Royce, one of my coworkers, he's like. Oh, I didn't know what room to go to, but I just I just followed the sound of Lami's voice in the hallway. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, damn, this is my reserved me. I was like, damn, well, and I, I was like, I guess this is. Yeah, fuck it. I was like, fuck I can't it. pull it off, so yeah, I might yeah. as well just be on my own shit. And yeah. that's just who I am. So I just kind of just, I just lean into, I just do my own thing. That's pretty much what it is. I'm like, yeah, I just cry. Like, first of all, I like jokes. I, like, that's the behavior to me. I live for foolishness. I mm-hmm. love jokes. And I just can crack jokes. I can look for any opportunity to get my jokes off. That's all I would do. So, I just want to know if you was be practicing, like, because you was doing the facial expressions in the eye. When you used to do these bots, you practice or just as common? No, you know what's funny? <laughs> my sister doing is say, my, my sister doing works. Um, she'd be in, like, PMH. And, uh, and she always say people would come up and show her the videos. And she'd be like, that's how I can't talk. Like, I don't know even the joke. Like, <laughs> like she's like, and I'm like, I actually did not read, <laughs> believe it or not, I didn't realize I was as um, animated as I am until like people other people you, yeah. started telling me and like I seen them, I like having to see Who myself. Who you talking? But I realized that now I finally see why people have always thought I'm so, I was I never got it. Like I'm not extra to me, you know, yeah, in yeah. my mind, I'm yeah. not OD at all. Like I don't, and then I realized when I saw like, oh, um, I thought I had control of like my facial expressions and stuff, and then oh, I just no. saw like all the time on the news and I like, see myself in the news like wreck serious shit, and like I still and I'm like oh that's what they mean this yeah okay this is it you are so no I said this I mean, is you know, who are you talking that's literally just Ooh. how I carry on even on the news like yeah. I can't even help it I be leaned into I just don't. Dra- drama. I guess I am the drama. <laughs> like I realized, I was like, my friend. You, you did, you did see that as a child, no? No. And funny enough, I wanted, I wanted to, um, I wanted to act one time. I told my parents like I wanted to be actress, but my daddy is an Adrian man, and my mommy very serious. You, you could be a doctor, a lawyer, someone else, and I don't even know what someone else is. All my sisters <laughs> have to do mad. Like, I'm telling you, they don't play that. <laughs> I was asked, is the name of like a, is it meaning thing your name? Uh, affluence befits me. Affluence befits That's me. It. Right, yeah, my daddy thought it was popping in my mind. I'm like, you know, affluence befits anybody. Like, you know, <laughs> money befits anybody. Nice shit befits. Do I have it? Why can you say affluence befits me and I can have it too? Because. <laughs> as a middle name. Right, like, yeah. I should have it too. And I can have it. Wait, and I can have it. I got my broke bitch job. Like, I'm like, okay. So, yeah, that's what it means. And I also so. like to see the, 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 the tears of your mom. 
Like, oh, I, listen. I, I, I was. You won't tell he was an asshole. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I taught a taxi. Like, I, I told her, but I was, I, I, it slipped my mind. I, I told her it was coming. I was texting her, like, I told her my plane took off and all of that. I just, I forgot that I landed text. That's all. I forgot that I landed. Yeah, so, uh, we just opened this goal. Yo, my one good child, you couldn't, you couldn't even tell me you're an asshole. Listen, I did my, I, I could do better. I'm gonna do better. I I, I did my best, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna do better. And speaking of home, I think you were featured a couple of panels for the last election. Yes. How how often do you try to be? And you got like a lot going on in New York. Yeah. And America, all this type of stuff. But how often do you try to be involved with down here with stuff that's going on? Or, or is that not your ministry? I make well it's two things. I'm sorry. I make I make it a point to if I'm asked to do things um, for Bahamians, I always say yeah. I'm not gonna be one of those Bahamians. Yeah. Like I Thanks. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to be. I listen. I that is one of my greatest I'm not gonna get canceled for one of those babies that go yeah. abroad and start not claiming I, I can I, funny I can yeah that's why I only have one flag in my bio I didn't even get y'all didn't get me in trouble like <laughs> okay so I always say yeah um so I'm, I always say yeah but as far as uh discussing payments I'm very conscious of the fact that I have a a loud voice. I'm a, I'm loud just as a person, right? And on top of that, I already have a platform. And there are behemoths that are far more informed than me and that are like, do this. Behemoths that are into payment politics and know what's happening, they are informed, they educate in ways that I'm not, I'm not qualified. So I shut my fucking mouth. You know what I mean? I will retweet like when Chris and, you know, whoever talking, I see it, I will retweet yeah, yeah. Denzel talking, I will retweet their things and I'll boost it. Um, But I, I don't want to take up that space in the room because I shouldn't. I'm mm. not qualified to do it. And I will automatically, just by virtue of already having a platform, be given a credence that I don't deserve because mm-hmm. I'm not the most qualified voice yeah. there. So I boost. But mm-hmm. when they ask me to participate, yeah, they ask me to I, show I, up, I, I, I always say yeah. I always say yes. I'm like, yes, I, I can show up because I got brand new. My grandma would roll in a grave. And one thing, I was just trying to remember, it's one thing you 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 have, you have a strong view on, like how you've been there your whole life and so yeah. much issues you become permanent. Or like, yes. Talk to me about how, that, how, how difficult that has been or is it getting better? Or is it that like a pain is, in the ass? That's a pain in the ass. That's an eternal pain in the ass. Let me tell you something. I wish I could see how much years of my life had shaven off. Um, <laughs> I always said it like, I can't wait. When I'm an old lady, I just factor all the time that was wasted just letting um, U.S. immigration stress me the fuck out. Um, yeah, no, I have a work visa. I have a work visa. And, and listen, in many ways, I'm very blessed to even have that much. We all know how hard it even mm-hmm. is. It's just that, yeah. very hard. It's a constant, constant battle. Um, you know, I trust that something will work out. That you're gonna, you're gonna figure with, out a more. My, my mom you in. No, 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 no. Lots of men wanted to marry me. I just want to see your reaction. I just want to see your reaction. Lots, lots of men wanted to marry me. Uh, would like to marry me. I just um, listen. I recognize that more than likely, when I get citizenship, it'll probably be because I because I got married. But not. Mm. I'm, I refuse to get married for citizenship. Yeah, of course, of course. Like yeah. I just can't. And like on principle, mm. I feel like. America has been able to dictate and control my life in so many ways. I refuse to give it that. Like, if as as we've seen, I'm somebody I really like to be in command of my personal narrative. Like, my choices are my choices. What I want to do, I want to own those things. I ain't doing shit like that or whatever. Because I just don't like the concept of explaining no shit. I'm not really fucking with, like, the idea. Like, when people are like, oh, you can just get married and this and you marry your friend. Dude. I'm like, I literally don't like to explain shit like that. The idea I meet a man and I got to say, oh, I in this situation and blah, blah, blah. And this thing happened. I don't like, and I don't like the idea of it on my personal resume. I got a lot of blemishes and shit on my personal resume. But at least I put that shit there. At least mm. it's on, you know, I own that yeah. choice in some way. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it. Like, I, just, I, can't, I can't. And also, I just don't want to. Mm. The concept of a man in my house all day, every day. Right now, like the lives, the lives don't allow for. Sometimes I like, oh, listen. Sometimes Raheem, and sometimes I sit in the hallway for fifteen minutes on the stairs before I go in the apartment because I'm ready to have Raheem screaming at me. I, I just be like, oh, as soon as I get in the door, I be like, please, please, Raheem, please, please, let me get situated, please. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Imagine like. So you ever ready for a, a, a mind like that was a child? Not full time <laughs> in my house, right? You know, you said child. <laughs> 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 oh, me, teenage pregnant. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am not qualified. <laughs> I can put the baby. I can put the crib next to the medium little box. <laughs> Child? Oh my God! Oh Jesus! Like, child, please. Some of my plans, I don't know what happened to them right now. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! And the concept of having a listen. Oh my God! I having a baby for some man. I'm not. I'm done dealing with. It's the sickest shit. Talk about some sick shit. Like, listen. You know how when when people have a pet with a significant other and then they break up and then they delude themselves into believing that they're going to share. Yeah, the but after a while, it stops because you know it's fucking abnormal to be broken up with this person. Like you and this person are broken the fuck up but you're going over there trying well, to fucking see the pet. Like, animal. And ain't no, it ain't no less crazy with these motherfucking <laughs> children. Shut the fuck up. Fuck the same thing. Fuck the same thing. I'm like, fuck it. I said, listen to me. There ain't a man I ain't with that I would see it. Oh, the con- listen, the concept of still dealing with a man from season three of my life is crazy, you know, because my, my life is a show. I, I, I with you, you I with you. Listen, that's nuts. That's fucking nuts. And I got to deal with him because this whole fucking offspring in this house looking like him, hacking like him, talking about him, reminding me about it. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I, I rather dead. I can't do it. That's the crit. Listen to me. I just think about that all the time. Like, whoo. I feel like at people who like, whoo. You build strong. Like, <laughs> you build strong. You don't, you, don't got, yes, you don't got that. Listen, not the, listen, my parents married, and the amount of times my mommy didn't look at me like she's sick of my ass because that's my daddy job. Like, like, <laughs> like a harumph. No, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Listen, I give you that baby. Listen, you went, because if I had your baby, if you wanted that, come, 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 come. Come, come, come. You ain't No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to be with me because life moves on. I can get an ex to do it. That's for sure. Hell, Keep it, child. You wanted this. You wanted this baby? You, this, this, you wanted this baby? This, this your baby? Take your baby. Come with your body. Yes, come take your baby. Come with your body. Listen, what? Listen, nope. Come on, my, who put that there? That's another, listen, you, you, you want to talk about this crazy pregnancy is for true? Listen, okay. First of all, the whole concept, I remember when I first decided pregnancy was the sickest shit I ever thought about it. I was watching Juno. It was, it was, picture it, it's 2008. I'm watching Juno, and Juno's going to the abortion clinic to go have an abortion, and the, and the little Asian girl with the, with the sign outside of the abortion clinic be like, like, your baby has fingernails. And <laughs> Juno goes home, and for whatever reason, that information, she was like, wow, my baby has fingernails. Like, I can't do it. And I was like, oh my fucking God, that alien inside you is fucking fingering it. <laughs> like, oh, that's scary. Yo, like, have you ever thought body like like so much scary shit that we're just told to accept as normal and like and let me tell you know it's because man think about how crazy it would be think about how crazy it would seem to you if you was you all of your life just been your body it's just you just your one body you laying down because you decided to fuck one gal one time just some punch, punch you, punch you, some, someone, just punch. you some, some move inside you some of that fingernails like you realize babies have one goal and it's to get the fuck out of you no matter what mm-hmm. No matter what, they'll kill you to do it. They will kill you to do it. Like, Some like, shit. like alien brother. Somebody come inside you and now something is growing inside you with no other goal than to tear its way the fuck out <laughs> and cost you money forever. 
Uh, the devil is a lie. I'm sorry. That's a very serious choice. So I say all that to say I'm not qualified to be anybody's mother right now. Raheem is Raheem is about just enough. You see, you uh, can't. Wait, you see, I got a neuroses. I, I can't be having no baby. I understand. Thank you. We got it. So what else can we expect from this year? Other than like, the normal shit you do. Like, is there anything? Especially products you want to come out like because clearly, like I said, last year you've amassed is quite following for yes. for serious stuff and for jokes. So yes. that's why I told you you should do a podcast. I feel like you have the right, you have the eyes on you, and you have yeah the right I'm, content you want to talk about. I'm sure it's coming. I have um, let's see, what can I what can I talk about? I'm I have more op eds and things that are gonna come out. Um, I obviously I have a million a million different like interviews and appearances and stuff coming up. But the minute I get back to um, they, they waiting for you. Listen, and no, and nobody respects my vacation. Nobody. Everybody, I see you on vacation, but I'm I can like, a little thing. Exactly. You can't so many. No, I won't. I, 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 I'm like, you only give me this. Just give me this, please. <laughs> like, can I have this? Um, so I have that. I obviously, um, in the midst of a protest that we are planning, the Black Attorneys of the Legal Aid Society with uh, Color of Change. It'll be at the end of Black History Month at Rikers. Um, it's my brainchild. Um, nice. so we're doing that. Let me see what else I could talk about. Um, tanks, just tanks. Yeah, I have a, I have a, you know, both, mm, That's both, and busy, both and busy. That's you see it, which is not as cute as you think it is. Link, link in the bio. Listen, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Miss Lauren on everything. Um, but yeah, I have, I have a lot of stuff coming up. Like I, I'm, I'm what I'm really excited about is for my website. <laughs> when when that's oh, done, you have a website. I'm yes, have a website yeah. coming out. So I'm working on a website so I can put all this stuff I in like, one place. Like, and turn cameraman and follow you around. I really think like what you're doing, like just not yeah. even talking shit, like the actual stuff that you focus on. Yeah. Like I think yes, and now someone should tell your story of what you. I I, sh- I should I should figure something out. Like Found an intern, yeah, but like, yeah. someone who want to follow you around the camera. I think like shit like the protests and stuff like that's some, got some yeah. stuff. Yeah. And not for like bragging purposes. This shit needs to, to be cap- documented. Yeah, and show it. No, you're absolutely correct. And honestly, that is that is. I'm 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 trying to get on the ball with all of that. That's mm. why I was like, let me get the website. Let mm. me do this. I am thinking on the podcast and like I'm I'm thinking about it all. Like I, you know, I said back. I told myself, you know, I think when I first I was like, oh, when I if I get to twenty thousand followers, if I get to thirty thousand followers, I'll start a podcast. And then I got to them, and I'm like, damn, that happened faster than I thought. I need a little bit more time. I just keep pushing the number down. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let me let me be ready. Um, so, but I do think that's the line. We'll never be ready. Yeah, no, just it's just whether you go you go wake up and be like, fuck, I don't do this. Yeah, I you you're probably right because honestly, I do think I want to have my own like way I could say what I want to say. I think that's the thing I love about like Twitter and stuff. I won't say something I can make. Yeah. I either I either see that I can make a video of it gotta yeah. be longer, you know. Yeah. I can say what I have to say. So I think so. I think it's coming. I I need to figure out how I blend like. Yeah, that's how, I love how, how, how you. Put it together. My love of seriousness and my love of foolishness. Like I've yeah. kind of, I've kind of uh, figured that out with Twitter. Like I pretty, I, I give it all. I give the, the the array of things. Whatever. I think I've figured out how to be my full person. Um, I'm gonna figure out how that works content wise yeah. into like what would a show or. A I know. I don't even have to be as like pretty as a studio. It can literally just be you. Do, you do daily videos. Yeah. Like, I could just. You know, it don't, yeah. have, it don't have to be so po- polished. It don't have to be polished. It just makes sure it's, co- it's content, it's content, especially during the pandemic where people could do, like TikTok has made everybody a content creator, you know? That's true. Good and bad right. but you you know, it, right. it don't have to be polished. Just get the shit out there. Get it out there because clearly you got a whole movie set in there happening oh, this yeah. season. Oh, the movie is my, my life. So just get, it, just get it out of there. You yes, know? I, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> you wanted something to me. You wanted something. I can do that. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much. I know you're on vacation, but I'm happy you, that we graced your presence. You know, so I hope yours quite what you need to know about y'all's favorite Twitter slash IG personality. Listen, I hope I don't look like a hot mask. I hope I hope I don't look like a Durian. Come on, you good, you good, you good. <laughs> so this has been Who That Two Four Two, my first episode of the year. 
Um, and thank you so much for allowing me in and just tell people where you want them to go follow you. What you do you want can. to know? You can follow me at Miss O'Lurin on everything. That's M S O L U R I N. That's my handle everywhere. Miss O'Lurin. This has been Who that? Who that? What? Who that? Who that? What? Who that? Who that? What? Who that? Who that?